Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Joining us today for a very important update is Luke Naylor, the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Waterfowl Program Coordinator. Luke, welcome back to the DU Podcast. Glad to be here again, Chris. Thanks for having me. All right, we brought Luke back on again. Uh, we weren't able to get him before Arkansas season kicked off, but we're getting ready to come out of the split on Saturday, and I wanted Luke to come on and just kind of provide a little bit of a hunting habitat update. Um, Luke, going into the season, uh, what were your guys' expectations? Uh, what were you kind of telling people, telling other hunters out there? Of course, continentally, a lot of people, you guys have covered this, a lot of people have talked about the likely low production um, a lot of adults in the fall fly that kind of stuff that that probably didn't doesn't typically set up for great expectations for for duck hunters especially down here um but you know we just we just have stayed dry for so long now and and september october november typically dry months as you know mm-hmm. but but it's just man it's been bad and so even going into opening day um you know that was really the message is that gosh there's just not a lot of water out there um if there's water on the landscape it's it's because somebody artificially put it there mm-hmm. uh, in most, all, almost every case so so yeah it's just it's just tough conditions before the season started uh you know we had a few a few migratory movements that looked like um some ducks came in uh, for a while, even that typical late October time frame had some, even some mallards on the landscape following a, a few rains, but most of that water has just vanished. Yeah. I talked to several people, you know, following that first weekend who had pretty good hunts. Now, when I say had pretty good hunts, it would have been west of Crawley's Ridge. I think east of the ridge, it seemed very, very spotty. Um, but west of the ridge, a lot of guys, the people who had water, had ducks. Now, it wasn't guaranteed mallards or anything like that, um, but people were able to do some shooting. Did you kind of hear the same thing? Yeah, you know, typically, the, kind of these dry years, it's, it's people end up with, if they can manage water and manage hunting pressure, they typically do okay for a little while, and and that's, that's what I heard uh, this year. So, you know, it's just kind of, it, it, it's kind of always interesting. You hear a lot of people talk about uh, boy, we just need these dry years because it makes kind of a fish in the barrel scenario, you know, where you've got ducks and boy, you can get at them and, and uh, they don't have a lot of options. But by and large, that, that, that works out for a few folks for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't really carry over for um, statewide for an entire season. But, but yeah, I, I did hear some reports. I was on a few places. Um, including some, some wildlife areas that had water, um, had good moist soil habitat, and had a lot of ducks before the season. Uh, it's just it's just really, really limited. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, they, they, if folks manage hunting pressure pretty well in those places, they can maintain some pretty good hunting um, throughout that first, you know, that first 10-day segment and then now coming into this one. What are you hearing, uh, you know, I know in regards to um, some of the kind of the public land hunters, there's a lot of guys around here who hunt the White River and with it being dry, uh, really makes it 
difficult to kind of they're, they're getting out they're they're trudging into the refuge and trying to find these like small sloughs and just anywhere that has water are you hearing anybody doing that on any public area out there yeah they'll be you know biomeda is, is a great example of course it's obviously really really well known and popular and mm-hmm. there'll be people out there hunting just the very very bottom of the of the sloughs and, and bios and such. There'll be play, people on Henry Curry Hurricane Lake just hunting the, the few lakes that are out there that are mostly permanent water bodies. And there'll be people fighting their way into those places, like like trudging through mud. It's kind of hard to get to, right, when it's not flooded and, and easily boated to from, from every location. So um, duck hunters are, are a persistent group, of course. So they'll be, they'll be out there pushing... Uh, to get anywhere they can and uh yeah it just it's, it's those permanent water bodies are, are going to be the ticket right now um and, and it just hopefully we're not a whole lot longer but uh boy it's just tough to see any change on the landscape yeah and i think i think everyone's got their eye going into this weekend um on some potential rain um what are you kind of looking at? I know you're watching the weather just like everybody else. What What is really needed in Arkansas for you to be like, yeah, now we have the habitat. Now we can pick up the ducks. You know, what, what is that a, you know, five-inch rain or, you know, just kind of give me a little bit of an estimate. Yeah, so, it's, you know, we've had a few little rains that have come through, half inch to an inch maybe, in a few places, kind of these thunderstorms, wall lines. And that just isn't enough to, to move the needle at all. Uh, it just, you know, kind of muddies up some fields a little bit more, but that, that water is quickly gone. So, so yeah, we're talking four, five, six inches being needed to, to really, that should be plenty to, to top off, put water in a whole bunch of fields mm-hmm. and, and get at least some flow, get some water moving through some of the sloughs and bios and rivers and such like that, that, that at least will start to gear up. So maybe another rain after that will put a lot of water in the places like we just talked about, White River Refuge and, and some of these big public land areas. Um, you know, we're talking over half a foot of rain being necessary to, to get a lot of those to the to the point where there's a large area of, of huntable water. Um, fields would take less. You know, we could sure benefit by maybe even a three or four inch rain that would give us enough water on the landscape and some fields um, to, to attract some more ducks to this area and provide a few more hunting opportunities for folks. Yeah. I think it's difficult looking at the weather right now because, you know, we have a little cold front going to pass through uh, what maybe Friday night or Saturday, and then everything's going to kind of cool off a little bit Sunday. But you look at this and like I watch the weather in, you know, Northern Missouri and even South Dakota, and they jump right back up. So, and it's really not, it, you know, not only the water right now, it's really also, you know, that weather to the north of us is still staying pretty warm. Um, one thing that I try and reiterate to people who ask me is something that you were really big at kind of stressing the last couple of years when we've done these podcasts is it's still December 8th. You know, like, are you still telling people that as well? Because I know people are, people, I'm not saying they're panicking, but people are kind of looking around like, oh man, this is rough. Are you still telling people that same kind of the mantra that you've done on the podcast before? Like, hey man, it's early. Yeah. You know, we've still got 50 days of duck season left out of 60. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, there's still a lot of time, uh, a little, a lot of time left. And, 
you know, we do we do typically start to at least see this time of year that there's some hope on the horizon with water. I mean, you know, that, hey, you can look at that seven to 10 day forecast and see that there's, you know, the National Weather Service may be predicting a, a two to four inch rain and you kind of get a little bit, get your hopes up a little bit. But man, the tough thing now is you just look out of that range and, and it's just nothing mm-hmm. and nothing substantial. So, but, but that said, yeah, we, we still, you know, through, through December here, uh, the way the seasons are structured now, you know, half of the season is in January. Half of all the huntable open days are in January. So still get some time to make up ground. I, I still think I really like to see the water come in by, by mid-December, second, third week of December maybe, when ducks are still really thinking hard about moving south. Yeah, I think that's, that's the best scenario when we can get uh, water on the landscape during that mid to late December period when ducks are, are still facing south, wanting to push this direction. And I think that that is the best case scenario for down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a year like this, we're just, we're just going to take anything we can get. And if it doesn't come to the first of January, then we'll, uh, we'll welcome it when it gets here. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good, good explanation. A good, you know, I guess, uh, you know, just setting the expectations for people, you know, we, we kind of have to just take what we can get at this point. Um, you know, we mentioned before we got on a, you you guys are in the process of doing the the first survey, or is it the second survey? I'm not. I, I can't remember. First one. First. That's yeah, right. First. It's the first one. Um, yep. What's the progress on that, and when should people expect to hear something about it? Yeah, we should. I think uh, most of the Delta uh, will be surveyed. Uh, flights completed as of today. They're probably probably completed right now. Uh, but so hopefully here by the end of this week, I'll be able to get a report put together and uh, and get the get the report out there to folks. Uh, I, you know, you don't make predictions on this kind of stuff because yeah. you're always wrong, but, yeah. but it's, I can't imagine it being a, a really fantastic, uh, duck population estimate for the Delta this year. It's, uh, we'll see, you know, sometimes we can be surprised, yeah. but, uh, habitat so limited that I, I bet you it'll be a pretty poor report. I've already started pulling down the, the figures that oftentimes I, I put in those reports, supplementary figures like, 30 and 60 day rainfall totals and departure from normals and, and things like that to kind of put some context on what the the numbers I think we're going to, we're going to see. So, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's talk about the bright spot. Here. Um, I hate to, hate to keep kind of nailing on the, you know, being negative about this, but um, the white fronted goose season early throughout, you know, I, I think I talked to so many people who were even traveling from outside of Arkansas, you know, Louisiana, these guys from Texas, there was guys from Missouri, Indiana, Illinois, who were all traveling to Arkansas to take advantage of those early white front opportunities. Did you hear a lot of that? And was that something that you were kind of expecting? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's continued to grow. And, and uh, that's, yeah, that's one silver lining. There's still a bunch of geese around because they can roost on reservoirs, right? They can roost on the few flooded fields that are out there. And, you could probably do a whole lot of a lot of tennis shoe goose hunting right now, because um, it's it's pretty uh, pretty good conditions for that. Uh, but but yeah, that early season there were lots of reports of people out and about. We were able to actually offer a few fields in our W Rice program for for goose hunts, and those were popular with among a few folks that are are kind of geared up and, and looking for those opportunities. So yeah, you know that that white fronted goose hunting it just keeps keeps growing. It seems. 
in, in Arkansas. So it's uh, it's hugely popular right now, and I think just more and more people are are realizing that these dry years like this, uh, you can still have some waterfowl hunting opportunity by pursuing white fronts, uh, and even while we're waiting on rain to, to bring ballards down here. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think the surprising thing for me was hearing these guys who are from South Louisiana are booking hunts in Arkansas. And it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, it's like that just, just kind of shows, you know, how some things are, are changing a little bit as far as even the habitat and how the birds are reacting to it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And it's those, those folks in Louisiana, I mean, their habitat conditions, I know you all have talked about this and in other other segments i mean it, it's it's just rough down there you know habitat for waterfowl and including white fronts is, is just really has not been good for a while in, in louisiana and and arkansas depending on who you ask arkansas is benefiting from some of that yeah um, so some some people aren't too happy with the geese in arkansas a lot of people are really happy with the geese in arkansas and the folks in louisiana aren't happy at all yeah so it's uh one of those things that um you know change is to be expected and, and these birds are just such a seems to be such a high percentage of white fronts now are are spending substantial time in arkansas that uh yeah, people have really taken notice yeah no and i think you know you still there are still the mallard traditionalists around arkansas by all means probably more than anywhere else in the country but i think people are really recognizing that you know these white fronts are offering a great opportunity for guys um you know and even the guys that i hunt with we one of the guys shot a banded white front um on the second day of the season and that was really exciting for us even though our hunting may not have been as good as what we wanted it to be you know as what we were kind of pumped up for the opener um bagging that banded white front was was pretty awesome that's a spectacular thing yeah it's fun it's always neat to encounter one of those it's kind of got a you need to know a little bit more about that bird's story yeah uh, that's that's a neat part about those monitoring programs it's so cool to just just have that connection to a, a little different part of that bird's life cycle hopefully Absolutely. Hey, Luke, before we get you out of here, you know, people are pumped up, you know, coming out of the split. Um, I think, you know, enthusiasm is is still pretty high, even with the early expectations of low bird numbers, because people are looking to get back to duck camp and, and get out in the field. Um, what are you telling people for this opening weekend and, you know, early week? You know, if someone calls your office and asks you, what exactly are you telling them? Yeah, but we just, if you can, if you find some water and you find some ducks, take it easy on them because <laughs> they're not going to tolerate a whole lot of, uh, you know, a whole lot of uh, pressure and, and they're going to change behaviors pretty quickly. Um, you know, if you find water and you find ducks, don't tell anybody about it. That'd be a good first rule of thumb. <laughs> yeah, don't tell anybody. Because uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, become a lost art these days, it seems. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, you know, it's it, it just bear with it and, and you know, it, Stick with it the best you can, and and I just hope that we get some rain here at some point down the road, and and we can all kind of, you know, kind of spread out, <laughs> get some more ducks in the state, and uh, spread out and really enjoy what we all enjoy doing so much. Um, get a little get a little water some here down, down the end of this month. I hope. All right, yeah, that's that sounds positive. Get a little bit more water. I think that I think that'll be a good thing for everybody, um, everybody throughout the state. But Luke, I appreciate you coming on, providing a little update, kind of letting people know what to expect going into this this later half of the season. You bet, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'd like to thank my guest, Luke Naylor, Arkansas Game and Fish Commission Waterfowl Program Coordinator, for coming on today and giving us a little hunting and habitat update. 
I'd like to thank our producer, Chris Isaac, for being awesome and putting the show together and getting it out to you. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the DU Podcast and supporting Wetlands Conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks.